Welcome to Goop Tales, a storytelling podcast for children created to ignite your imagination, broaden your horizons, and introduce you to different cultures and exotic animals while also sparking important conversations about character traits. I'm Maria Kalanchini, and I'm the author of Goop Tales. And today we are on episode 102. I dare you and the video game Samurai. Now, for those of you who have been listening all along, you know that I started something a little bit different with episode 101, which was Jealousina and she gets stuck in a pinball machine. So that episode ended with a big cliffhanger, which is very unusual. I've never done that before. So I'm sure you're very eager to find out what happens in episode 102. I'm just going to tell you that this is a three-part series. This is the second part of a three-part series. So if you haven't listened to episode 101, you're going to want to go listen to that first. And I'm having a hard time. It was a little bit challenging coming up for the name for this story because I'm figuring out how to get a name that connects all three of these stories with Jealousina and I Dare You. And you're going to have to see what happens in episode 103 because I don't even know yet. But I have to connect them all. So right now, this is the name, but it's just a three-part series. So I want you to understand that. And I'm trying something new in here. I'll talk more about that on the next episode when this wraps up this three-part series. Because I'm so curious to get your feedback on something specifically. But I'm not going to spoil it. So I'll wait till the next episode. Now, moving on, today's story was inspired by David. David, thank you so much. You have sent many suggestions, and I really love the name I Dare You. I used to always say that, my siblings and myself, when we were little, I Dare You. And I really, I love it. I think it's a great name for a goop. I am going to look and see what you wrote. I'm going to read what you wrote for your description. um, Oh, we also have, you know what? I'm just going to let you speak it yourself because we have it. So here's David giving his description of I Dare You. Hi, it's me, David, Leslie's son. What? So, oh, I came up with a goop name called... I dare you. And he always dares people. And he carries around a little stick with a fake plastic finger at the top that he points at people. And he's like, I dare you to do this. I dare you to do that. And all that stuff. So I just... And he goes to Japan and gets help from a ghost ninja. And he tries to find magic sword. And he is... And he tries... To be stopped by a magic, um, by not a magic, by a giant. A giant what? A giant samurai, and he finds the sword, and the samurai turns into a ghost samurai. 
Okay. And he and he's just the size of a normal human. Okay. The end. Okay. To see the drawing for I Dare You and the real photos from this story, and to download I Dare You's coloring page, just visit gooptails.com forward slash episode 102. That's 102. Now, in the last episode of Goop Tales, we met Jealousina, a very spunky little goop girl who always gets jealous of her goop friends. And after getting jealous at school one day, she disappears and winds up inside a pinball machine in Budapest. A king and queen in the pinball machine warn her that it can be very dangerous in there if Astrid, the little girl who is co-owner of the pinball machine, finds out she's in there because she's going to want to keep Jealousina forever. Well, Astrid does see Jealousina, and she even tells her brother Tommy, and at the end of the episode, Jealousina is trying to figure out how to escape Astrid and Tommy, who both know that she is stuck in the pinball machine. Let's keep listening to find out what happens in the second part of this three-part series. Episode 102, I Dare You, and the video game Samurai. I Dare You was such a delightful one. He sprinkled sparkle like the sun. When he arrived with a twinkle in his eye, it was time for all to fly high. But, oh, he had his moments where he insisted on turning everything into a dare. Chapter One Once upon a time, there was a goop girl named Jealousina who got stuck in a pinball machine. But you probably already know that if you're here. I Dare You was a very good friend of Jealousina's. They had loads of fun together because Jealousina loved to do the dares that I Dare You dared. I Dare You was known for his sense of fun and for pushing the limits. When the other goops were around, I Dare You would often turn into the ringleader and easily turn a potentially boring situation into lots of laughs. He would hold up a little stick with a pointing finger on the end and say, I dare you to, in order to get the fun rolling. 
he never left home without his pointing finger. Once, while all of the goops were sitting quietly reading a history book about the French Revolution during Miss Wigglebutt's history class, I dare you passed a note to Nevershare, who always had his small sword with him. Nevershare carefully unrolled the note and read it to himself. I dare you to stand up and lift up your little sword and say, on guard, it's me, Napoleon. After reading the note, Nevershare glanced over at I dare you, who had a challenging look on his face, as if to say, I doubt you will really take this dare. Nevershare looked around the room. Everyone was so quiet and engrossed in their reading. He knew that if he stood up, he would command their attention. This was a dare that would not go unnoticed. He looked at I dare you again. I dare you was shaking his head slowly back and forth as if to say, I told you you wouldn't do it. That did it. Without thinking, Nevershare popped up from his seat and held out his tiny sword and said, On guard, it is me, Napoleon. Every single head in the classroom swiveled in Nevershare's direction. For a moment, there was silence as all of the goops stared, taking in what had just happened. After a few seconds, Laughalina broke the silence with a huge burst of laughter. (laughs) Napoleon, she said. Her laughter was followed by Shusher, who nervously glanced at Miss Wigglebutt and said, Shush! His shush was followed by Copycatta and Mimicthina, who stood up together. Mimicthina said, On guard! as she pretended to hold out a sword. Copycatta said, It's me, Napoleon! At this point, Miss Wigglebutt finally chimed in. All right, all right, everyone settle down now. Now how did all of this get started? She asked as she scanned the room. Her eyes landed on I Dare You, who was buried deep in his history book, looking as innocent as could be. Hmm, I dare you. Do you know anything about this? She asked. No, I've just been reading my book, Miss Wigglebutt, said I dare you in the most innocent of voices. Never share shot him a glance and then sat down. The rest of the goops reluctantly returned their books, but not without giving I dare you and never share a secret wink first. They loved this sort of prank that broke up their school days and gave them something to laugh about. Despite his mischievous nature, Miss Wigglebutt couldn't help but be charmed by I dare you. And that's how I dare you somehow always managed to get away with his dares. 
there was a recent dare that had him very concerned. He had dared his very good friend, Jelicina, to eat a banana without her hands. And before she could even respond, Lummy Try had chimed in, Lummy Try, and taken over the dare. Jelicina had grown enormously jealous, and her dark sunglasses grew and grew until she could no longer be seen. When Tiza finally removed her sunglasses, Jelicina had disappeared. I dare you was quite worried that Jelicina's disappearance was all his fault. He knew all about the other goops who mysteriously disappeared and went on magical and dangerous adventures. But they always came back to Goop World in a short period of time. At this point, it was a long period of time since Jelicina had disappeared, and I dare you was very, very concerned and feeling rather guilty. After Jelicina had disappeared, her enormous sunglasses had shrunken back to size. I dare you had taken them so he could give them to Jelicina when she returned to Goop World. Remembering the sunglasses, I dare you stood and walked over to his dresser where he had placed them. He picked them up and put them on. Jelicina, where are you? I miss you. You need to come back to Goop World, he said. As he said this, the sunglasses grew large, and I dare you could feel himself shrinking. Soon, he was so tiny that he was completely eclipsed by the sunglasses, and everything was dark and silent. He stood quietly for just a moment, and then he heard a strange clacking sound that reminded him of a pinball machine. Chapter Two I Dare You Stood There in the Dark Listening to the Clack Clacking Sound of a Pinball Machine Then he heard a young woman call out Tommy, Astrid, upstairs right now Or you shall be grounded from the pinball machine for a week I can't keep calling after you Next, he heard some quiet whispers sounded like an argument between two young children. We had better go now, or Nanny will never let us play with the pinball machine again, said Tommy. I'm coming, but I know she's in there. And she's mine, responded Astrid. Then the voices stopped, and he heard two sets of footsteps walk away and a door close. Once the door closed, he heard another voice. My dear, that was a close call. You can come out now, for a moment. Oh my God!
gosh, that was a close call, responded a very familiar voice. A voice that sounded just like Jealousina. Je- Jealousina? Is that you? W- w- where are you? Asked I Dare You. I Dare You! Is that you? Responded Jealousina. Uh, it is, but I don't know where I am. It sounds like a pinball machine, said I Dare You. Oh my goodness, dear. You have a friend that has come after you. I can tell by the sound of his voice that he is on a subterranean ramp below us. I can guide him out. What is his name? asked the queen. I dare you, responded Jealousina. What? You dare me? responded the somewhat perturbed queen. Yes, yes, Jealousina, I'm here, called out I dare you. No, I don't dare you, queen. My friend's name is I dare you, said Jealousina. You have the most curious names, said the queen. Then she continued, I dare you. Can you hear me, dear? Yes, yes, I can hear. Who are you? Asked I dare you. I am the queen of hearts. Now listen to me carefully. You are inside of a pinball machine and your friend Jealousina is here as well. You are beneath the face of the machine on a subterranean ramp where a speedball rolls around. I want to guide you through the ramps so that you can come up here with Jealousina. Do you understand? Asked the queen. Yes, I do, but it's it's very dark down here and I can't see very much, said I dare you. I understand, darling but I am going to guide you out, responded the queen. Listen to her, said Jealousina. She can help us. Oh, and I am so happy you're here. Okay, okay, I'm listening. I had to come after you, Jealousina. No one knew where you were, and I was so worried, said I dare you. (sighs) Jealousina let out a little sigh of grateful relief. That is a very good friend you have. You are very fortunate. Good friends are the greatest treasure, said the queen to Jealousina. Then the queen went on to explain to I Dare You that he was in the subterranean chambers of the pinball machine, just beneath the top surface. She told him that the pinball machine was full of bottom pathways where Speedball rolls around every time he falls down a hole in the machine. She told I Dare You all about Speedball, and then about Tommy and Astrid and their little sister, Petunia. The Queen went into much more detail about Tommy and Astrid, telling I Dare You how much Astrid wanted to capture Jealousina and how Tommy had just learned about Jealousina. She explained that Jealousina had been hiding herself under the bumpers of the machine. But that wouldn't last too much longer, 
now that Astrid had spotted her. I dare you! You must come up here now! I want to give you a hug! Called out Jealousina. I want to! I want to, but I don't know how! Responded I dare you. Oh, darling, don't worry. I am going to guide you through the subterranean ramps. Now tell me, can you see any wires near you? And if you can... What color are they? said the queen. I dare you responded that he was near a set of colored wires. The queen then told him to walk forward, following the wires. When he got to the end of them, he would find a ramp. He was to hop up on the ramp and slide down it to the bottom of the machine. But darling, listen closely. I have something to tell you. When you land at the bottom of the machine, you must avoid the plunger at all costs. The plunger is what is used to shoot speedball into the playing field. If you are in front of the plunger and it is set off, well, well, darling, I don't know where you would land, said the queen. I can do this, said I dare you. He quickly followed the wires down to the ramp. Once at the ramp, I dare you slid to the bottom of the machine. He landed right in front of the plunger. I dare you heard footsteps coming towards the machine and tried to move away from the plunger, but he dropped his little plastic pointing finger. He stopped for just a second to pick it up. And when he did, the plunger was pulled back by Astrid. And I dare you, went flying. Chapter 3 I dare you heard the pinball bells going ding, 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 and he felt himself flying up and into the pinball machine. For a brief moment, he saw the Queen of Hearts and then Jealousina. As he flew by, Jealousina called out, Wait, wait, where are you going? But I dare you didn't wait. He couldn't stop himself. He bounced all over the pinball machine, hitting bumpers and causing the score to go up and down. He thought he heard Astrid say, Who is that? Another little creature! And then, I dare you, felt himself evaporate into thin air. It was an indescribable feeling, as if every bit of him just turned into a tiny million pieces and disappeared. A few moments later, he solidified and came back together. He was made whole. I dare you found himself in the dark again. Hesitantly, he said, Jealousina? It was silent for a moment. And then, he heard the sound of a samurai in the distance. 
I dare you look toward the noise, and he saw that he was surrounded by digital images. There was a dojo and a tree standing outside of it, but everything was digitized. He looked at his finger pointer and noticed that it too was digitized. Then he heard it again, the samurai sound. A large samurai sword swooshed right by his face as it flew into the air. As I dare you ducked out of the way, an actual samurai appeared and caught the sword and then gave a small bow to I dare you, who was too stunned to speak. I dare you gave a little bow back to the samurai, not knowing what else to do. The samurai bowed again and then held out the sword with both hands. I dare you didn't know how to respond. He was in a digital world with a digital samurai that was offering him a sword. It occurred to him that he was inside of a video game. He looked at the samurai and said, Am I in a video game? At the sound of his voice, I dare you took a step backward. He sounded like an electronic robot. The samurai nodded. As I dare you pondered what to do next, a ghost ninja appeared behind the samurai and shook his head, indicating to I dare you not to take the sword. Before I dare you could blink, the samurai leaned down, picked up the sword, and swung around for the ninja behind him, who vanished like a ghost. The samurai then turned back toward I dare you and held out the sword again. He was challenging I dare you to a duel. I dare you was unsure what to do next. The ghost ninja clearly didn't want him to accept the sword or the duel. He was inside of a video game. All he wanted to do was get back to Jelicina and then back to Goop World. If he took the challenge of the samurai, he might lose and he could disappear inside a video game forever. The ghost ninja reappeared and this time he was holding his own samurai sword. He placed it at Idari's feet and then the ghost ninja disappeared just like a phantom. The samurai standing in front of Idaryu withdrew his sword and moved a few feet backwards. He waved his sword about and then motioned to Idaryu, challenging him again to a battle. Idaryu did not want to battle, even with the sword of the ghost ninja. He thought it was a losing proposition. Suddenly, the samurai warrior started to move about, wildly waving his sword all over the place, as if he was being controlled by another force. Up and down he hopped, swinging his sword left and right in a very awkward fashion. Come on, get him, get him, said a vaguely familiar voice. 
as I dare you tried to remember where he had heard the voice before. It came again. What are you doing in there? You're that little creature Astrid spoke of, said Tommy. I dare you stared up and through the transparent wall in front of him. The wall that kept him trapped inside a video game. On the other side of the wall, he saw Tommy staring down at him. Chapter 4 I dare use brain raced as he tried to remember everything the Queen of Hearts had told him about Tommy. She had said that he was a kind child, but that he was bored and that he loved to read. She had also said that Astrid wanted to capture Jelicina and keep her like a pet. Would Tommy want to do the same thing with I Dare You? I Dare You looked around, trying to find a place to hide, but there was none. Even the digital tree had disappeared. The samurai in front of him stood perfectly still, as if frozen in time. Tommy leaned his face as close as he could to his little handheld video game, Samurai versus Ghost Ninja. He couldn't believe it. Somehow, a little creature had made it into his Samurai versus Ghost Ninja game. Now, he understood how his sister Astrid felt. He wanted this little creature, and he wanted to get I Dare You out of his game. He put his hand on the controller again and began to move the samurai about. But then he thought about it and stopped and made the samurai disappear. He watched as I dare you desperately tried to find a place to hide, but couldn't. Then Tommy had an idea. He pressed a button and the ghost ninja appeared. He wiggled it about a bit, and then he watched as I Dare You interacted with the ghost ninja. It looked like they were actually speaking to each other inside of the game. When the ghost ninja appeared, I Dare You breathed a sigh of relief. (sighs) The ghost ninja had tried to help him before. Maybe he would again. I dare you pointed out towards Tommy and said, Look, I think that's Tommy, and I think he wants to capture me. What should I do? The ghost ninja just looked at him and shrugged, as if to say, I don't know. Is Tommy truly kind? asked I dare you, hoping the answer was yes. The ghost ninja nodded his head. I dare you looked back out at Tommy, who was still watching him. There was no menace in Tommy's eyes. He looked like he was full of wonder and kindness. I dare you had never felt 
so confused. He was stuck inside of a video game, a rather small one, it seemed, and he didn't know how to get out. He still had to get back to Jelicina and help her, but a samurai could come out and at him at any moment. He felt overwhelmed. I dare you sat down in front of the ghost ninja, and a tear rolled down his cheek. He quickly wiped it away, and then another came, and he wiped that away. But soon so many tears were streaming down his face, he couldn't wipe them away fast enough. He was crying. Tommy watched everything through the screen, and his heart melted. He didn't like watching I Dare You Cry inside his video game. He wanted to help him. Tommy gently tapped the screen and then leaned in close and said, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you're trapped in there. And your friend is trapped in our pinball machine. I want to help you. I Dare You stopped crying for a moment and looked at the screen and up at Tommy. He could see that Tommy was saying something, but he couldn't make it out. Tommy looked kind. I dare you stood up and motioned to Tommy, as if to say, I can't hear you. Tommy looked back and said as clearly and loudly as he could, I want to help you. This time, I dare you heard him. He stared into Tommy's eyes and waited for a moment. And then he nodded his head. Tommy couldn't believe it. You're going to let me help you? Tommy asked. I dare you nodded his head again. He knew he was taking a risk, but he felt like he had no choice and he could see the kindness in Tommy's eyes. Tommy was so excited He almost jumped up and down, but thought he should remain calm so he didn't startle I dare you. All right, I am going to fetch a screwdriver and take the back off this game. We will get you safely out, I promise, said Tommy. Then he disappeared, leaving the game on his dresser, and I dare you, wondering if he had made the right decision. A few minutes later, Tommy returned with a screwdriver. He looked at I Dare You and said, Success! I found it, and now I'm going to take off the back of the game. Is that all right with you? I Dare You slowly nodded. Tommy turned the game upside down and started to unscrew the back of it, while I Dare You's heart beat rapidly. We're ending on another cliffhanger, and I kind of love it. Now, those of you who are a little bit of an impatienta, it's probably frustrating for you, but it's fun, right? It's really fun to have something to look forward to. We don't always get instant gratification. Just so you know, it is going to wrap up in the third episode. 
which is going to come out in a couple weeks. And I'm really excited to create that. And we're going to find out what happens to I Dare You and Jealousina, who have been outside of Goop World for a long time now. And now I just want to take a moment to give a few shout outs to all these great voicemail messages. One of my favorite things that I love listening to. Your cute, adorable, sweet, hilarious, funny accents, voices, messages. I love them all. I want to thank Jace, Amelia, Mia, Annabelle, Noah, Charlotte, Maya, and Nina. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm getting back to all of you if I haven't already. And I want to read a quick review from iTunes. You know, I check iTunes, I'm going to admit it. I check it every single day to read your reviews. I love reading them. And you're going to know for sure that I see it if it's on iTunes. It's one of the first things I do because they make me smile. And there hadn't been a review in a while because I understand we get busy. It's a busy time of year. And then today I just got this really sweet, funny review from... It says Baze, B-A-Z-E, and then it has a little angel emoji head near that. Baze, thank you. You made my day. And your review is five stars. Thank you, thank you. And it says, I love it. I like Goop Tales because of the way they make you use your imagination. When I think of Goops, I think of emoji people. I love that. And my favorite, and you wrote poop, but I'm pretty sure you meant goop, is ball fried. <laughs> and I think you meant ball fried. But ball fried, I was like, that's pretty funny. And then you showed a crying face. So you got to have meant ball fried. What I loved most about your review is you talked about the way that they make you, the goops make you use your imagination. And that is my whole goal with Goop Tales. I want you to use your imagination because no matter where you are in the world, you can go anywhere you want when you're in your imagination. So you can instantly travel. And I love that. And the Goops love having you on their adventures and all this co-creation that you're doing of creating new Goops. That is your imagination and it's amazing. So if you have an idea, a goop idea that you want to imagine and you want to share it with me, just ask a grown-up to send it on over. You can either leave a voice message when you go to gooptales.com on the right-hand side of the screen. You're going to see a button that lets you leave a voice message. You can tell me all about your goop. And if you want to draw a picture of a goop, you can also do that and upload it to Instagram or Facebook with a grown-up, of course, and tag at GoopTales, and we'll repost it on our channel. Keep using that imagination. And if you want to see the cover drawing for this story, just visit gooptales.com forward slash episode 102. And you really should see the cover drawing for this story. You should see them for all of them. But this one is super, super cute, and I love it. I would love to see your drawings as well. So don't forget to tag us on social media at Goop Tales when you do your drawing. All right, that's it for this episode. 
and I will see you in the next Goop Tale.